Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this week's episode, we talk about Maite's memoir, the Paisley Park Job Fair, Prince Tribute Concert, and Little Wayne chiming in on Colin Kaepernick. And now, he's funkier than a sack of grains, Dr. Funkenberry. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing to us on iTunes. If you're not, what are you waiting for? Get to it so as soon as the podcast drops, you'll get it first. Make sure to leave us some reviews, share us all over the place, your Twitter, your Facebook, your Insta. And for those not with iTunes, there's Stitcher and you can subscribe to that as well. We just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts, purple, black, whatever, for taking us with you. So for that, please take me with you.
take me you <laughs> hello everyone producer chris what's going on man what up doc how you doing ah uh, man <laughs> today's been a very interesting day for me oh yes yeah? from uh from a flat tire to well flat tire while driving 80 on the freeway oh that but, um, that'll uh that'll wake you up huh you're good. Everything all right, though. You got it taken care of, right? You're okay. I handled it like a boss. Pulled over to the, got off the freeway exit instead of pulling over to the side of the road because I was in the middle lane and just saw the exit. By Thank you. The end of it though, while I was going down, um, it was metal on concrete. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Which, yeah, so it was a full-on blowout, huh? It but was I'm, sparking. I'm proud of you for getting off the freeway. Never mm-hmm. stay on the freeway if you can. If you can get on an off-ramp, get on your tire, get off that, because there's too many people that get hit while they're on the side of the road. Yeah. Thank you. I was able to get off and get to the side, <laughs> get everything taken care of, get the spare on, then not go back on the freeway. With the spare tire and another find a way move. to my tire place. Now I got to worry about alignment and other things. Fantastic. Great. Well, hey, we're lucky you made it alive. You're here. <laughs> now yeah. we get another great podcast. And this morning <laughs> I was dealing with some issues and then like 530 in the morning I get a thing from a press release company uh, about uh, Maite who's going to write a uh, intimate memoir and it was in quotes i, I just saw way. those intimate i saw memoir. those air quotes by you yeah that is weird right? okay so they put it in there i put it on twitter i put it on facebook i put it on insta the facebook people apparently they can't click on the article they just see the headline and don't see that the press release and the article have intimate memoir in quotes like oh why are you being sarcastic with the quotes, putting intimate memoir in there? I'm like, uh, you read that and they're like, Oh, you added it in. I'm like, no, again, it says right there on the press release and the article intimate memoirs and quotes. I wasn't adding to it. So people are like, Oh, doc is being sarcastic yeah, about it. Yeah. It's like, Oh wow. It's almost like someone giving you the winky. I like, yeah. Intimate memoirs. Wink, wink. And I put it on Instagram and I put, well, what are your thoughts? And then these people that there was like my tape bashers and my taste supporters. And they're like, oh, Doc was trying to get a ride out of this. And I'm like, it says it in the article. You were just reporting what was what was released. Oh, my God. What a crap storm, by the way. <laughs> um, what a crap storm. Those comments. Well, yeah, I, it's obviously just... it's going to get people. It's going to get a rise out of everybody that's a Prince fan, <clears throat> good and bad. Let's say this: they, the reactions to the book. I'm going to say it has a lot to do with the fans still have not found a way to and their grieving form or be a little bit more at peace. We still don't have an official memorial for the fans. We have a tribute concert that is now as of this podcast. Yes. A, a less than a month away. Yeah. And we have yeah. the venue is saying it's not booked yet. We're still in discussions. It's a football stadium. That's going to be 42,000, not 52,000. Okay. They haven't sold one ticket yet. We only have one act booked. McNishan. Morris Day says he's doing it. Now, the reason I put on Twitter on Saturday, I put half time is because not all of the members want to do it. They're not on the same page. I can even Morris put it out on Facebook that they're doing it, and then it was pulled a couple hours later. Interesting. So we have that. Hmm. Now, um, and we'll, we'll get to the concert, but that's what we have now. We have these things that aren't in place yet. The fans have not found a way to mourn, to pay their respects. Maybe for the people that went to the revolution, such as yourself, and had Questlove in the mix. That helped for sure. Um, you have Paisley Park 
being opened so soon after his passing because the family needs money. He is in because he didn't leave a will. IRS is coming after him. You want to make sure that the IRS doesn't get Paisley. So you're having to open it up quicker than it should be. And then things aren't in place like there should be. That's a problem. Then you have Apollonia a few weeks ago calling herself a widow. Like they, they made a movie together. So did Kristen Scott Thomas, but they made a movie together. They made an album together. They toured together. Um, she was married to someone else at the time of Purple Rain being filmed. Interesting, huh? Yeah. They, they don't really mention that, do they? She doesn't anymore. She used to during the period where Prince wasn't cool anymore between 2001 through 2003. And then, but ever since he skyrocketed, look, and this could be us, was inspired by her, technically a meme. 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 Meme, <laughs> meme, 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 meme. A meme. Uh, it just shows I'm tired, y'all. Sorry. There's just a lot of stuff going on. Um, a meme where this could be us, but you're playing. So, yeah, she was in the meme. He was inspired by it. Pre-existing stuff. He did invite her out to Paisley for that song. He had Third Eye Girl play for them he recorded it it was put up sent to me put it on there i don't know about the kiss that she said took place everything else was kind of true look let's let's be real here apollonia is going to be coming out with a tell-all book oh guaranteed for sure. yeah i don't know if she's going to use the beautiful ones title since that was going to be his memoir oh really see the beautiful ones is going to be his the title of his memoir so what is my take calls her calls hers the most beautiful because technically most people around the world was worried about my take. However, Vanessa Marcel has always said it's about her, which if you think about it, the timing's about right. How many <laughs> girls did Prince have back in the day all at once? <laughs> right. It's frustrating. I mean, my take was number one at one point yeah. of stuff. Now, this is where it is. These are. This is why the fans are upset. Then they feel it's Maite cashing in. You know, Maite, we saw what happened on Hollywood X's. To be honest, after like the second season with the clothes and some other stuff, I couldn't watch it anymore. It was just too much of a conflict of interest. Right, me. that's when she was starting to like unload all the stuff, right? She wanted to get rid of the, the dishes and the clothing and stuff. It was to kind of help her heal, I believe. Yeah. But, all right, this is where I'm coming from on it. I think, you got to understand, when it comes to first loves, let's put ourselves out of this. People that are listening to this, do you have a connection with your first love if you're still not with them? There's still some connection. There's still some love there. I think you always have a place in your heart for your first love, right? I remember, yeah, and I remember my Tay few years ago on Instagram, she took a selfie with a mirror shot. And then the casing of the phone was Prince, the controversy era. She got crap for that. And she took down the photo and basically made the casing white and put it back up. Now, another thing is, is I know like in 2009, when <clears throat> Bria was with Prince and Prince was with Bria, Maite was a, uh, in a beauty salon and Bria walks in and just saw my ex-husband's new protege in there getting her face done or whatever. Um, more ruder than that, but I'll leave it at that. But the thing is, is that um, unbeknownst to a lot of people, Bria would post on my site. I think I talked about this before. Right. And yeah. She kind of comment. Yeah. She would say unkind things about him and, she would post on articles because Prince would read everything on my site, everything. So when there's Tiger Woods drama going on, she was posting about that because he, she would know that he would read it. So I kind of told Maite about that, that she would say these things about him and kind of put him on blast. And Maite was pissed. So 
these people that think that she's cashing in. Look, here's the problem. Again, with all these things, with the concert not being right, with people not being able to pay respects, with Paisley Park being open, people are upset. Um, and here's the deal. He's not here anymore. These books are going to happen. Just don't be surprised. Like, I've been approached for books. The difference is, is that he wanted me to write a book. So I'm not doing it immediately because this was supposed to be something that covered everything of his. You can say from the beginning to even now and what's going on, you know, or maybe we'll have to do different things in thick, thick books, but it has to be done right. So I'm not in no rush. I also think that would also upset people is, and I'm sure the author did this, is that they probably threw her more of an advance. It's going to be released in April, a little bit before the one-year anniversary of 421. I think that's what's also not sitting well. Now, for when I'm, like last year, she was trying to shop a book like this around. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he prevented it while he was here. The problem is he's not here anymore. I guarantee you, though, that Maite is not going to be talking about the problems that they had in their relationship or whatever. What she's going to focus on is early in her life of being a belly dancer and how it got to him. Because this is what her life is now, is the belly dancing theme. And she's going to continue to do that. This is promotion for it. I do think that she's going to give us, what is it, like freaking scandalous stuff, you know, put down, not scandalous stuff, but the way they make it sound like, pull the purple veil to the side a little bit to reveal some things. I do think that'll be done, but she's going to show the sweet side of him. These other sides of him. She's not going to go through the divorce, the annulment. She's going to go through the happy times. Um, I do know from this cause I was contacted after the slander, uh, on my Instagram. And what's interesting is this people were wanting me to respond to Instagram. I just posted it. Like I post memes all the time. Did I, did I comment about the 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 whole holy underwear when I want one to wear lingerie? I didn't need to comment on that. I put the post. I said thoughts. I didn't say let me share my thoughts. I'm doing it here and listen to the podcast. Yeah. But that's it. Is she's approached by the book, the most beautiful. She's putting it out. There's gonna be first in many books. You guys gotta get used to it. There's gonna be some guy who ran into Prince. Was his cook? You know, the guy that made him macaroni and cheese and gave him Doritos or whatever that quit 30 years ago. We're going to get a book from him. Just watch. So be prepared for it. I just think that she's going to put him in a different light. And I think that people are going to want to read it as much as they say they're not going to. I think they will. Let's just give it a chance here. And now... Other people have told Maite that Prince still had deep feelings for her recently. Although it didn't make sense to me when I was trying to get her into the 2011 LA shows, I told her to just come with me and I'll get her a wristband and everything will be cool. She wanted to do it proper to get permission from him to be there. And then the thing was is, Prince is not going to be like, yeah, sure, let her come, have her pay, she can come. He was going to make her pay. She just had to show up. But her ego wouldn't let her come and then put him on blast on social media to make it worse. I think his ego, as much as he still cared for Maite, wouldn't let her, wouldn't, his ego got in the way of him even trying to reconcile with her or be together with her. But I still think that he had feelings for her, right. you know, um, it wasn't expressed to me. I'm sure it was expressed to women that were close to him in a platonic sense that he felt that way. So again, let's judge. I'm sure that he was hurt rightfully. So when she tried to put his items that, he gave her or left on eBay and other things. I'm sure he was hurt by that. He was a private person. We all understand that. We all get it. He was private. If he was here, 
this book most likely wouldn't be coming out. But that's the problem. Well, and you know, that's that's a here. point I wanted to bring up is I think a lot of fans will be upset because if Prince was here, that book wouldn't come out. So right. even though she's going to project him, hopefully she projects him in a, mm-hmm. in a positive light. Is it still kind of exploiting him? It's tough. The problem is, is he's not here anymore and it's right. a freaking shame. And it's something that we all have to deal with. And these books are going to come out. Be prepared. This is the first of many. Right now, I don't think Manuela has any plan. Uh, the conversation, conversations um, that have been had. But be prepared. I'm sure Apollonia is writing one. Yeah. Hasn't well, been told to me. But Apollonia, do me a favor. Chill on the fans, especially the ones that came to the Revolution Tribute and did stuff. Our friends at Purple Funk SF, like, I'm not cool with that. Um, let what, that be what known did she to say? you. I don't want to. I don't really want to get into it. But okay. the girls from Purple Funk SF, yep, that crew, amazing. Yep. The thing is, maybe they were too professional for their own good. Apparently, Apollonia was watching you guys. On Saturday, the people that were there, the group photo and all that stuff. And I guess she took it as that they were doing their own tour and charging it because the people showed up. They had a professional photographer. Yeah. It was only those eight girls. Yep. That's yeah, they it. They had their stuff together. They were awesome. Mm-hmm. And then to say that you're going to tell the family on them, I'm like, well, Tyke already knows because they already hung out with them. Yeah, gave them were. a purple pen. Yeah. The magnet. Stop. Yeah. Just stop, dude. Because they came from a place of healing, from love, doing things professional, doing things right. Then you kind of crap on it. And it's Apollonia, dude. It's like. That's someone who they looked up to. I mean, she got one of the biggest cheers, I think, at First Avenue when she came out was just throwing gold hoop earrings. I mean, stop. Like, look, I understand trying to protect stuff, but they weren't charging for a tour. They were doing their own tour, and they did it amazingly. And they should be applauded for it, should be lauded, should not be have that come after him one of their heroes one of the people they looked up to doing it i'm not cool with that i'm not going to be cool with the book will i probably buy it yeah just because i'll know what's real and what was manufactured just like with the my taste stuff you know and i'm sure a portion of it's going to go to my taste rescues because i see people asking for that online i'm sure of it we're all going to be frustrated by these tell-all books. I just tell you, like, it's hard for me, especially after getting to know him, be with him. Like, I'd read these books on him, and I still haven't been able to finish my Let's Go Crazy book that I got from, I can't remember his name right now. I bought, I bought the book, read it. It just focuses on Purple Rain. In the middle of the book, I can't get to it anymore just because I started having these weird dreams about stuff. It's different when you actually know the person and whatnot. I can't finish these books, but I would have the same problem with Sinatra biographies because that was one of the reasons why Prince was wanting me to write a book on him is I said they have to be as thick as Sinatra books. So I started reading Sinatra biographies and I started having weird dreams about the <laughs> 1940s and crap. Like I wasn't around when Frank and Ava were getting it on, but... um. I felt like it. I can't finish these books. It's just too much for me. Um, and knowing that Albert Magnoli would kind of elaborate his stories a little too much. And I love that Cavallo in person called him out on him, especially in the book as well. Um, I'd love to have a conversation with Cavallo. I'd love to have a different one with Magnoli where he's not trying to exaggerate everything. Um, but this is, this is a reason why I want to read the book. As much as it's going to bother me, I may have a few nightmares over it. Is just, I know that Maite is going to put him in in a good light. Yes, is she getting money for it? Yeah, but he's not here. She probably needs it as a as a way to, in her own way, to grieve. And this is the way to get it out to you know therapy. She hasn't sold the house in Spain yet. She has a daughter now. Let's let's be real here. They had two kids together. That they lost. Okay. 
he's not here anymore and he was still private. I fully get it. There's so many things that I am not cool with. Paisley Park being open and not the way that he wanted or intended bothers the crap out of me. But if it helps the fans heal, I'll shut my mouth. I'm not cool with the My Tay book, but he's not here anymore. There's certain things, just like the revolution, man. He wouldn't be cool with them performing without him. Yeah. With At Wendy. With Wendy on lead. With Bilal, who he blocked from recording a door. He he didn't like Bilal, man. He didn't like a lot of male singers. So I Bilal, I would not take that as disrespect at all. It's respect. See? All I'm saying is, is that there's a lot of stuff going on right now that he would not be cool with. And I have trouble sleeping. I probably had the best night of sleep I've had, best nights of sleep I've had in the past since 421. But there's a lot of stuff going on that bothers me and just it churns my stomach, man. I don't know what to do, but it, it's it can't be blocked. And the name calling, the slut shaming, it's not going to make anything better. Just proves that women Hey, woman, except for those eight girls in the Bay Area that can get their crap together and hang out and have nothing going on, we can learn a lot from them. Amen. Um, but so okay, uh, has there been a date set? I didn't read the article. I believe April fifth, at least for audio, but it is going to be April. That's what they're looking at right now. Okay, so we've let's, got a while. Let's be real though. This book was being worked on beforehand. Because you're not going to write a book that fast. I mean, these books are all over Amoeba Music and other places. They're all done before, and then they just put like a little page and add it on. Right, a little of what happened epilogue on or something. Yeah. It's crap, man. Yeah. So this is it with the book. When he was here, it wouldn't have happened. The sad fact is he's no longer here anymore. So Sheila's next book will have a more elaborate thing about the supposed engagement there'll probably be more stories of how he was like in bed what was the inspiration for a love bazaar who kissed who on the spine first yada 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 <laughs> tmi i'm just saying there's gonna be more books isn't wasn't there a woman that got a book deal claiming that little rare corvette was about her and he dated her in 1976 but i talked with jill and i talked with lisa and it was written in 81 in the back of an Edsel, and it had nothing to do with the woman. It was just him being sexualizing a car by turning it into something. It was not actually written about a, a girl. But she's got a book deal. Where's the outcry about that crap? So I'm just saying, we're going to get more. We're going to get more of these stories. He's not here anymore. That's a freaking sad fact. We're not going to be able to stop these books. The same time, She's going to pull back the purple veil a little bit and show us the side of Prince that we didn't get to see. And I'd love for her, if you're listening to this, include some of the humor, some of the jokes that he would do, because he was very funny. And I'm sure that he did stuff. I mean, we saw the Oprah interview, like when she called him Prince, like, ooh, drop the tea, you know. <laughs> I want to well, hear stories like that. If it's going to happen. All the, skits, all the skits that they showed on the Jay Leno show, you know. Coming in and doing, you know, they'd play the practical jokes on each other. So, yeah, I hope there's more of those stories that might take in the show. <sighs> man, She's got gonna, tons, I'm sure. They're going to, they talk about the kids, though. Man, it's going to be hard. That's going to be tough. She's, you know, maybe she has to go and through that as well. Look, I understand you hardcore fans trying to protect them, trying to do all this stuff. Appreciate. I understand where you're coming from. The things that are going to help it easier for you to heal is trying to do it for me is try to understand he isn't here anymore there's certain things that cannot be controlled respectful or not they're not going to go that route yes they probably need money or whatnot i'm not going to get into that but again if it puts them into a light that people weren't able to see like kind of like how i do with my shows i try to share with you guys how funny he was and and other things and how knowledgeable he was but um my my time for a book ain't right now. He wanted me to do it, and I'm going to do it right. You know, conversations, emails, all that stuff. Um, deep, long, 
historical discography. So what we're going to do right now before we change the subject and get back to the tribute concert and a few other things is we want you to dig, if you will, the picture of uh, you and I, if you're lucky enough, engage in the kiss. Not you, producer Chris. Don't look at me like that. Good. Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs>
you got to love that little bit in funkness. Symphonic tribute to the boy. That's when doves cry. That is funky. That is yeah. so funky. I freaking love those. When it's so I, awesome. I think when I came with the idea to do it last week, you're like, that's going to be so cheesy. It's the lamest thing ever. And then you started then, playing them. I was dying. I was dying. Like, we got other stuff to be playing with you guys. Yeah. Like, we got me- new music from Shelby J, Konup, Ida, Elisa. We're going to have them as guests. Haven't really talked with Ida about that. We're going to be having a special guest next week. We plan on it. I don't want to kill it for you. But it'll have something to do with what we're doing right now. Exciting. we're talking about. Oh, another song. We, we don't have it, but Brother Jules dropped another Lady another single, driver. another little sneak preak from the remix experience. Sneak preak. Sneak preak. Love it. A sneak freak of Lady Cab Driver. Check it out. Free download. It's awesome. So it's going to be Free close. download off of where? Off of uh, brotherjulesremix.com, I think it okay. is. Something the, like that. The remix experience. Remix experience.com. Yeah. Chris doesn't okay. know what he's talking about. Dot com. <laughs> we'll have someone on Twitter. Give us the right link and then we'll yeah, tweet it out. How's that? There you go. A no prize. So <laughs> hashtag no prize. Paisley Park had their job fair last week. Uh, I a hundred positions they're trying to fill. There's a lot of, lot of jobs to be had. And not in a one night stand. <laughs> Sorry. But that's pretty cool, right? All these people, you know, that's new jobs. That's cool. Yeah. I did not <laughs> apply because two people that I believe are working for stuff, actually three, still in the mix. So it would be kind of uh, not where I should be. But I'm hoping people that I know get hired so I can kind of feed them information of what he would like and not just what people that have been employed for the past couple of years know. Yeah, you know? I know I know some people that applied, so good luck to them. Good luck. Hope yeah. it's the right people. The right people need to get those jobs and represent. And I will help them out in my own way. I just there's no way that some of the people there that I wasn't cool with because they weren't looking out for Prince's best interest are going to be letting me be able to do what needs to be done. That'll be done in time when people understand that these people didn't have his best interest at heart. And the reason that I fought with them is because of that. And I don't give a crap that we didn't get along because if maybe we did, and you did what I said by looking out for his best interest, he'd still be here. So when I give you that side eye, when we're face to face, you knew what's up. We'll just leave it at that. But I'll be able to help out in my own way, like I always did here in LA. Like I helped him out. When he needed me, I'd be there. Um, I was contacted about Londell wanting me to come out in October for Paisley and for the tribute concert. Again, I only come when I'm needed. I don't think I'm needed there. And with Paisley, I hope everything goes well. Now, here we are with the tribute concert. Now, when this podcast hits, it's going to be less than a month till the concert. Not one ticket on sale, one band done. I do know um, through Londell that there will be an announcement later this week. And he's going to give me uh, an exclusive on one of the acts. So we'll go from that. Um, I do know what they want. City Pages kind of put out an interesting thing today. I saw that. The poll, right? And I think that's kind of Londell's wish list. And letting it be known that Kanye is going to be around at this thing. I thought that was kind of cool how they said, hey, this person's going to be playing at the Dakota on whatever. Right. Yeah. And you have Christina Aguilera is managed by someone. They have Third Eye Girl, which I think they'll be able to do it. Um, kind of has been talking with Brown Mark again. I know they talked last week at First Avenue. Nothing's been signed. Nothing's been confirmed. Just makes it really hard. And to hear another article that came out today about John Bream, that Live Nation was in the mix, which I wanted them to be, kind of passed on it. Oh, really? sucks. Oh, wow. Look, Prince, Prince was difficult with them 
probably didn't make the same money as he did for AEG, but Live Nation was Prince was their biggest name on it and probably got other acts to join. They made a lot of money. I know that they didn't always see eye to eye. I mean, I loved it when Live Nation promoters would come to me like, can you tell your boy that to give us to let us have three months advance notice on shows so we can promote it? And he wouldn't do that. And they, they, you know, the past couple of tours are supposed to happen after Artificial Age and there was a light production at Paisley. Pull the plug on it after they were in full rehearsals, after roadies and everything were hired. And then after Piano on the Microphone at Oracle, Live Nation promoted that. They had a testing of lights at the LA Sports Arena before it was, before it got, you know, bulldozed. They had a light test for a piano on the microphone stadium tour, not stadium, but you know, basketball arena size tour. And then he pulled the plug on that and then went with independent promoters for the Atlanta shows and other things. Um, it just bothers me because yeah, I know that live nation wanted a three month thing and they weren't going to get it. And as he told me before, and I always thought he had one last world tour left him and people get pissed at me dude he's not dead and all this stuff and this was a few years ago i'd always say it he didn't like to tour anymore he loved performing live that's why at these shows that you hear he was telling everyone to come to paisley because he wanted to do a residency at paisley because in that way he can control the ticket scalpers and everything you pay a certain rate and he performs at a certain time he had so many things planned for this past summer it just sucks dude um but that's why he wanted the pa- the Paisley stuff. And for Live Nation not to step in and to go back to what he said about touring. is He said the Musicology Tour afforded me the luxury to pick and choose when I want to perform or if I don't want to perform. I don't have to do anything anymore. I only do it because I want to do it. I love performing. and But that was it. He didn't want to do a regular old tour so you'd have these sporadic dates right all over places i just really wish live nation would have stepped up for this it's just going to make everything so hard i mean for this londell is spread really thin because he's the concert organizer he's doing this but he's also handling the estate what's going on with the lawyers getting the deal for paisley trying to get other things together it's too much he needs help and as I told Londell, you know, what's interesting is, is these people on Twitter thought that I was just being a dick for the sense of being a dick. My main thing is, is I did this when Prince was here. There's certain things that need to be said. And I was that positive nuisance that was allowed to say things where others wouldn't get away with it. I did. Right. I'm looking out for his best interest still, even though he's not here in the fans. So they get upset with me. When they don't, when they don't know is like, it allowed Londell to contact me and go, look, we're doing everything we can. Here's a situation, you know, help me out here. I'm like, dude, I got you. Just let me know things that are going on. And that's what's been happening. Posted the John Bream article on social media. He hit me up about it. That's how we know. It's me announcement sometime this week. I'm hoping that doesn't change. In the world of Prince, nothing is what it seems when he was here or not. Right. And But we're told we'll get some exclusive. By the way, we're most likely going to be having a bonus podcast. If this announcement does happen this week, we'll be doing about a special 20-minute version to kind of go through the lineup or the sales, how it's being handled, and then we'll go from there. And then next week, we'll do a full thing, not just on that, but we'll go more in more detail past 20 minutes. That's what we're dealing with right now. We're supposed to have the announcement sometime this week. I know everyone's upset. They have every right to be. I spilled tea, as they say, and I don't care because it got stuff done. You know, Brownmark kind of weighed in on some things. Then Londell contacted Brownmark. All these things may or may not have happened. I'm not going to give myself credit for that. May or may not happen. But discussions that happened with Londell wouldn't have happened if I didn't speak up. And I don't care if I offend you. This isn't about you. It's about doing what's right for him and doing what's right for all the fans, not just one person that says, I need to stay in my lane. I'm sorry. 
that's not going to happen. I'll move to the left lane when I need to to get by people, and I'll go with traffic when I'm supposed to. But I'm not going to play that game because I'm tired of this crap. I can say that he's not here anymore. That doesn't mean I don't. I, I like what's going on. It doesn't mean I like what's going on. It just means that there's got to be different ways to handle it. But I'm with other things. If I don't like something, I'm going to speak on it. And that's all I got to say about that is you're not going to the concert October 13th. You just went to the revolution and that was definitely healing for you. Right. There's so many more people that deserve to heal, man. And they purchased plane tickets, which people contacted me privately. And I told them, don't buy a plane ticket till there's tickets being sold. But I understand that the plane tickets, there were great deals then. It keeps going higher as the date goes closer. Well, that's what's sad is that I know there are people that they're, they can't, the tickets have gone up so much flights. They're going to miss so many people because who's going to travel from Europe when there's no concrete, anything, you know, are they going to come over here just for a tour at Paisley park? I suggested that the venue be moved and then maybe something special is done for the people that are traveling there. Something special at Paisley. Um, Let's do it right. Let's do it in June. Yeah. You know, let's have a tribute concert there. I mean, look, let's have something that will have the people heal a little bit. But let's do it in June. I'm told that the fans are demanding something for them now. They need something as soon they as possible. Want it done right, though. True. And yes, he would have done it last minute. He <laughs> would have been doing all this stuff where he announces something and then you're waiting with anticipation, bated breath. Then it gets done. But it's not him. He he could do it. Not no one else. Not right. Christina Aguilera. By the way, when Christina Aguilera was, after she had that baby, the, the first time, the second time, good Lord. That was like my screensaver for a while. Anyway, I just wanted to share that random <laughs> thought with you, make you wow. guys laugh a little bit. That was random. But, <laughs> but I agree. <laughs> I just wonder. Anyway. Uh, yeah, the, I mean. Sorry, in my brain. But I'm just saying. I just can't believe they haven't. We're less than a month away. Come on. How are you going to fill a football stadium? With a bunch of free radio tickets and handouts. And you got to hope the weather then will be cooperative. I mean, it kind of rained in L.A. this morning. I mean, what the heck is that? I know it's going to be 91 by Friday. Okay. This is crazy. I was looking at my weather app yesterday, Uh and I had a few. You know, I had Oakland. I had Minneapolis. I had Uh Valencia. I had Fresno. It was warmer in Minneapolis than it was on any of those other places. And it's usually really hot in Central California and Southern California. It blew my mind. It's going to be 91 by Friday again. We won't have mosquitoes. So in oh, I'm sure right. in uh, in October, it's going to be 30 degrees in Minneapolis. I'm not so sure. Well, I don't know with this whole... <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> but you know, yeah, hopefully change. they get good. And I know I have friends that are actually, they're not going on October 13th, but they're going the week after. So hopefully they get good weather too. We will see. We're going to cover this in a special podcast mini edition coming up and then we'll cover it again. Yeah. Hopefully we get week. Hopefully we get a lot of good knowledge. A lot of, you know, the, the announcement comes Thursday would be nice. Hopefully by the time you, if anyone's listening to this after that, there's a uh, more info. We'll have it up. That's what she said. Um, Hey, Oh boy. He is tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. And let's let's get into this real quick because um, football season started this past week. And yeah, a little bit of these uh, protests, That's the right. kneels, the power fist. And we had a lot of comeback arms. victories. Yeah, we did. This is going to be a comeback. I'm Colin Kaepernick's having a comeback victory. If he's not doing oh this God, that guy. for if he's not doing this because he used to get a lot of attention and now he isn't. He's the backup quarterback. I don't know. It's just there was something weird about him taking all these photos with fans on Monday and some other stuff. What if he is doing this for attention instead of for the right reasons? I really hope he's doing it for the right reasons. Like I said, in the whole police socks, that was August 10th. Again, they're trying to make it. I don't understand who got this story out, but when he was sitting in the first few preseason games, it wasn't an issue. Nobody said anything. No. So what were they distracting us from is all I'm trying to think. Yeah. 
Now, um, it did come out that he's donating a million dollars, right? Of the or all of the proceeds, all of, of the proceeds, which is right now a million dollars. Wow. But it's all so the jersey, jersey sales. Thank you. So I thought I thought that's cool. That's cool. And that's then, a pretty appropriate response. So I'm not mad at him. San Francisco is stepping up. They're donating money as well. They're matching Great. him. Good. All this stuff. Now he can do what he wants to do. I don't think it's. Is it disrespectful? You know what? America is based on freedom of speech. And whatever he wants to do, hey, that's great for him. He's a football player. He's a millionaire. I We've got bigger problems. just wish that the games weren't on September 11th this year is all I can say. But <sighs> that's it. I mean, thank God his game was on Monday night where his Niners killed the L.A. Rams. Sorry, uh, you guys in L.A. that were waiting for a pro football team to finally get here. Apparently you're still waiting. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Rams still haven't scored in LA since, since 1994. Jesus Christ. Um, but one thing just that you Excuse touched on that. something that reminded me of something that happened this weekend. Uh-huh. I have a 10, I have a 10 year old daughter, as you know, but um, she, this was like the first time she knew about September 11th and the first time that we really kind of talked about it and she really understood it. It was really cool how both of my daughters really embraced it and they talked about it in school and they called it Patriots Day. Hmm. Kira asked hmm. me, why are they why are they playing football on Patriots Day? Hmm. And it was and you know, I never even thought of that and I'm like, wow. And I had to I just told her it's not a real holiday. We're just it's a day to remember what happened. And I hate that it's called Patriots Day. For those reasons, because then you have these kids asking these questions when it shouldn't be treated like that. What's going to happen years down the road? Are we going to have a Patriots Day sale at Best Buy? At Target? Yeah, right, right. See, this is just hitting some Well, that's why things. I think it's good that it's not a holiday. It's just a day of remembrance. And I think Let's it was, keep it that it was way. handled great. I don't need to freaking call it Patriots Day. Yeah. I think that's I just in know. the schools, you know. But, yeah, I, I don't know how cool I am with that. As you said, a lot of come from behind victories. Your Raiders were able to do the two-point conversion, come over with it. My Cowboys are the Cowboys to where <laughs> they can't get out of their own way for their own good, and they can't get out of bounds apparently either. Yeah, Six um, come from behind victories. Unbelievable. And we weren't one of them. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. And apparently this Dak Prescott is supposed to be the savior. Uh, they were missing Romo is all I got to say because they would have got some touchdowns. And the Cowboys Stadium, I've always said this, this is the worst stadium. It's so big. It's so big. But it doesn't terrify the other opponents. They it almost feels like there. a neutral venue. Because of how big it travel. is, you, yeah. the fans travel yeah. and half of their fans are fans for the other team. Right. Dallas fans aren't exactly that loud anymore. And they're not scared of it. The field is just everything. And then as you saw towards the end, because they wanted the kickoff, not thinking like, oh, the sun's going to be setting in this direction during the fourth quarter. We're not going to want that. During the fourth quarter, they were dropping balls because the sun was in their face. And now Jerry Jones is talking about getting curtains for the stadium. (laughs) Uh, Your billion-dollar stadium, Jerry World is not a home field advantage for your team. The year that they went 12 and 4, all four losses were at home. They went 4 and 4 at home and were 8 and 0 on the road. Wow. So I'm just saying that that stadium as big and as great as it is, I would take the dump that was Texas Stadium that put fear into their opponents instead of this thing like, "Hey, have the wife come over to the to the stadium because they have the largest Victoria's Secret. They have a mall inside the stadium. Crap. Well, I'm glad football's here, but geez, the Cowboys being the Cowboys again, patheticness is just really upsetting me. And let's get back to the Kaepernick thing, which I thought was interesting is Little Wayne was on Undisputed this morning with Shannon Sharp. And Skip Bayless, who is not Troy Aikman's favorite broadcaster by any means, had the asked the question about what he thinks of Kaepernick's stance. He's like, that's a man being a man. That's his decision. I don't really know too much about it. And what's interesting is, and Little Wayne is 33, they asked him, 
Do you have any racism in your life? Have you have experience of racism? Little Wayne, humongous yeah, rapper. rapper, yeah. He said no, that he hasn't had any racism against him. And he's been in New Orleans. He he went through the Hurricane Katrina thing, through other things, and he said, he said no. He, yeah, that was you crazy. Think, you think it's because he doesn't want to lose his sponsorship with Samsung and all that other stuff, right? I agree. I, th- I think he was just... He was just playing it super safe, which, I mean, you can believe what you want to believe, but I don't, I don't, I can imagine. And he's like, oh yeah, I've never, I've never come across racism. Never, never dealt with it ever. Another thing that he brought up though was about, because he's got a lot of young fans, white fans. Mostly white. What, what was the, what did he say? He said the only person that he saw that was black in the audience was his makeup person. Yeah. You know? Uh, it depends on certain places, but what he said, which is interesting is, is that the millennials aren't down with this racism and stuff. So hopefully great. your 10 year old and all these other people are not going to be cool with that racist BS that need to stop a long time ago. I'm sorry if it bugs you that I'm this way, but just got to stop, dude. Like if we bled different colors, I can totally understand that we're different, but we're not. Nope. We're not. And another, and back to Lil Wayne, because he's fighting his label. Uh-huh. And he's claiming slavery too, although it made him millions of dollars. But he's saying that Birdman, which is the name of the person that runs his record label of Cash Money, is keeping millions of dollars from him that he made. Now let's keep in mind here, little Wayne may not be your cup of tea, but before this last album, his Carter albums were very successful in the past seven years. There's only been four albums to sell a million in a week. Bet you didn't know that two of those four albums were his. Really? Wow. Yeah. So that's some loyal fans and lots at, of them in a thing where, Supposedly, fans of that age steal music. They're purchasing the album. Gotcha. Right. So there's been some things where he's been alluding to retirement. Kind of like, not what, you know, what Prince did by changing his name and saying Prince is no longer here and long live the new power generation. Um, but in a different sense where he's he's just alluding to retirement, but not really. And he goes, if I get paid and let go of my contract, I'll continue to rap. So he isn't technically retiring, but I'm just wondering if uh, Little Wayne is going to change his name to Sean Carter, I believe is his real name. If not, someone correct me on, t- on Twitter, but I know that Carter is his last name. Are we going to see something like that happen in him trying to get out of his record deal? Interesting. But hmm. Little Wayne, man, he's not selling what he used to, but he has that audience when he performs and does these tours, whether it was Little Wayne, Drake shows from last year or whatnot. And then you have Drake caught in the middle where Drake is mega successful, but he's staying with Lil Wayne, even though he's a cash money artist. So you have other artists that kind of have his back, unlike Warner Brothers, where R.E.M. and Madonna wouldn't have his back on things when he was trying to hit Michael Stipe to stuff. Michael Stipe, um, really quick story about it, and we'll get into this another time. I just think it's awesome. Um, They were recording the losing my religion album 1991 they love the album they couldn't think of a title they went probably i believe it was perkins to eat and they took vicky with her that was the secretary at paisley so they were recording at paisley yeah oh i didn't know that okay that losing my religion album was recorded at paisley park so michael stipe they're there they're like, we need a title for the album. And then Vicky, with her little Minnesota accent, oh, you know, don't worry about it. You know, it'll come to you in time. And Michael Stipe just goes, we're out of time. That's how they got There's the title no. of Out of Time. Wow. So at Perkins in Minneapolis, of all places, as Dick Clark said, they came up with a title for that album. So he ran to Michael Stipe a few years later, 95, 96. Michael Stipe wanted to talk with him, and Prince's first question to him was, do you own your masters? And Michael said no. And then Prince was like, well, we don't have anything to talk about then. 
Michael thought he was being a dick, dude, but he was on Warner Brothers. And this is what happened with Warners. They promoted the hell out of Diamonds and Pearls. Right. But the symbol album, when he signed that $100 million contract, this is what happens when they gave big artists the money. They've stopped the promotion. The artists themselves have to do it. So it's a different thing. So all of a sudden, REM wasn't selling what they used to sell. Prince wasn't selling what he used to sell. And that was on the artists instead of Warner Brothers. They weren't going to put that much money into them anymore to make up for the huge contracts. But Michael and Madonna, Stipe, they didn't fight with him. So he didn't want to talk with them. There you go. On that note, we're going to end it with a little bit of eroticness. Is there anything that you want to add to this, Chris, before? No, I think we covered it all this week. I'm excited. Right. I'm excited to hear news about the tribute concert, and hopefully we get that. Uh, that makes, well, yeah. That makes millions of us. <laughs> They're trying to go. Sure. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Well, so, we got something special to end this one. Thank you guys so much for everything, for listening to us, for allowing us into your lives to listen, to take us with you, to be there when when doves cry. But uh, also when we have a little bit of fun, when it's all in my purple life, I've been looking for a dame. This is Erotic City to close it out. Much love. Keep it funky, y'all.